0: You're listening to a podcast from 702.
1: 702,
0: the Naked Scientist. It is time for the Naked Scientist. Dr. Chris Smith is in the building, well, virtually, and we're going to be taking all of your science-related questions. Give us a call on 11 883 and the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. Doctor, it is a, a, a big day where you are.
1: Yeah, I've been watching some of it, uh, Lebo. It's it's um, very somber, but also very uplifting, and amazing to see that we can't make the trains run on time, but we sure as hell can put on an amazing parade. And um, the, the, we were just saying to ourselves, you know, as we were watching this, that uh, the planning that goes into all of this and the execution—it's just amazing how they pull this stuff off—and um, very, very thought-provoking.
0: How long do you think they've they've been planning this? I spoke to somebody who said probably more than a decade.
1: Well, a good friend of mine, who actually was one of the first people I worked with on 702 back in the day, she told me, because it was her job uh, when she moved on in her career, to work on the... Um, obituary programming for Nelson Mandela Mm. and she was working on that for a really, really long time obviously someone of that kind of stature and importance you've got to pull out all the stops but the fact is that when people are alive things move on, things change you have to keep updating things similarly, you have to keep on updating the plans but they were planning for those sorts of events many years in advance and if you talk to newspaper editors and people like that they have go-to people with obituaries ready to go on some of the most important notable figures in in the world and so that when those people do unfortunately pass away there is a piece of journalism which is fact checked, quality, up to date, ready Mm. to go, so that they're not left waiting. And so these sorts of things are years in the planning. There's lots of practice and they do make sure that they're they're always ready to go. They've had a sort of trial run, haven't they? Because Prince Philip a year ago, they had to do similar sorts of things for him so there will have been a plan obviously in place for a long time and then they would have had a chance to to test out some of the things to make sure that yep what we think happens on paper and what we think happens in the playground ground is going to happen for real but uh, the answer is they've had this on paper for a really long time and the queen was party to it as well i mean she she had decided what what she wanted to happen to a certain extent as much as anything else as did i think prince philip
0: Yes, very, very interesting indeed. And I'm just thinking about obviously the many conversations that are happening and the clips that are being shared. Um, where apparently in London that uh, people were allowed to sleep in the spare trains if they didn't make it for morning and another person was like this just goes to show how backwards the UK is as a country because you are accommodating all of that but not accommodating homelessness and other issues Um, so now Sally from Norwich can spend the night on a train because she had to go and see the box for a bit and these are some of the conversations that are happening but of course there will be criticism all around exactly as you said though this is well planned well executed definitely well supported and i'm sure the world at large is watching so let's jump now into our naked scientist questions Oh seven two seven zero two one seven zero two. here's our first one um, good afternoon, I would like to ask the Naked Scientist a uh, um, uh, question. So my first question would be, what is what really is the shape of the Earth, because I was listening to an interview by um, Neil deGrasse Tyson and he said that uh, the Earth um, is more oblate and uh, is uh, or plate spheroid and spear shaped but when you look at the um, pictures from NASA they're showing us the round ball earth so I'd like to know what shape is the earth and why if it's the uh, spheroid why are they not showing us that spheroid thank you very much bye thank you for that question
1: it's subtle but uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is right the earth is not a perfect sphere although at the resolution we tend to see it, and when we draw it in the classroom we tend to talk about a ball, because by and large it's ball-shaped. But it's a bit fat around the middle, like most of us as we get older, and this is because the Earth is spinning, and because of the way that the momentum and the surface of the Earth is floating effectively on the underlying mantle you do spin out the middle a bit more so that you get a bulge around the middle around the equator and it's slimmer underneath so the earth is this slightly unusual bulging in the middle shape so the journey around the equator is is slightly bigger than it would be if it was a perfect sphere and that is for a range of reasons but that's absolutely
0: right all right let's go to another question Hi, Rile and Dr. Chris and the team. I uh, just want to find out, uh, I was playing another game where you just have to press the button and the, uh, the wheel spins where you have an opportunity to win a lot of money. And there's this slot where it says, better luck next time. But whenever you spin, it always keeps on pointing better luck next time. So, doctor, are these people... Cheating on us or what? Because how how can it be <laughs> that you can play seven times and it it only stops at one slot <laughs> all the time? Is this really a, 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 a fair thing or is a programmed thing where you just have to spin and it will keep on stopping on one point? Thanks. Um, Sorry about that, doctor. Like... Can you go ahead?
1: Yeah. No. Sure. The answer is it is biased and the house always wins, as the saying goes. And they do let some people win some of the time, but usually the person who owns it. Most of the time, it's heavily loaded against you so that you will come up... Better luck next time, exactly as is being said. And the reason is that if they didn't do that, they'd soon go out of business, wouldn't they? Someone's got to make the machine, they've got to deploy the machine, they've got to pay someone to empty the money out of the machine, they've got to put the power, the electricity into the machine. So there are running costs. There's also a profit to be made. If you don't make a profit, no one's going to do it. So the odds are, are biased. It's heavily biased. And actually, you know, when I was little we do weird things in my house. We went and bought a gambling machine. When I was about ten, we had a gambling machine. One of those ones you find in various, you know, restaurants and pubs and clubs. have yes. One of those in our house. And... um we learned to play it very very well to try and work out how likely you are to win or not and the answer is that it always still won even with lots and lots of practice i must have put hundreds of pounds in money i mean you just take the money out the bottom and put it back in again obviously it wasn't real money i was losing but i would have lost thousands if i played it to get to the stage where i could occasionally win it always beat me so the people who do this professionally i don't know how they do it but i could never win enough to have to have really done anything other than break even on this gambling machine that i had in my house so the bottom line is they're fun to do don't play with any money you can't afford to lose
0: and that's literally it any money that you cannot afford to lose let's go to sbu in pretoria hey good afternoon how are you? Good, thanks, you good thanks and you i'm good i'm good um, i have a question for dr chris okay now i was reading an article i like watching boxing mma Article is about head injuries Saying that women survive head injuries more than men, and on average, because they have a thicker bone um, capacity in the skull. So I need to find out is it actually true? Because even when you watch MMA fighting, after a woman gets knocked out, she's up quickly, but a man is knocked out for like a long, long time. So
1: is it really true that women have stronger skulls than men?
0: Mm, interesting ones, well,
1: mm women. Have a stature which on average i mean note I'm using the word average on average is smaller and slighter than a man because men on average are bigger that's not to say there aren't some bigger men than sorry some bigger women than men, but because women are smaller you your body l- levels and tailors the stature and the skeleton to how big you are so if you are huge then you have big skeleton you have big muscles to support it if you're smaller then you're going to weigh less you're going to have a more light skeleton because you don't need to have that over-engineering i'm not aware that women are over-engineered in the way that you're suggesting and i think there's possibly another explanation for your observation which is that if you're a massive great bloke who weighs a lot when you punch someone in the face really hard in a boxing ring then The amount of force that you are transmitting, the the force you're applying to them and therefore the acceleration you're applying to their head with the weight behind you, you've got means that the energy that's transferred from a massive great bloke to another very heavy bloke is going to be considerably more than if a lighter woman, who doesn't have supercharged muscles thanks to testosterone, which men have more of, which makes your muscles bigger. So therefore, a woman is going to transfer less energy to her victim. Therefore, if you are going to receive less energy, energy is what causes the damage to your tissues. And one of the things that tends to happen when you get a blow to the head is that because your skull is uh, hollow and your brain is floating inside on fluid... When you accelerate the head very quickly, you bash the brain on the front of the skull case and then as you hit the deck, the brain carries on moving and then bashes itself on the back of the brain case. So you get a one-two punch literally inside your head. And if there's more energy transferred, the the size of that impact on the brain and therefore the knockout effect on the brain and the potential for you to uh, get concussed is significantly more. So I think it's probably... the the size and the impact and the amount of energy transferred from a bigger bloke with longer arms, bigger muscles and more mass overall compared to a lighter woman who's probably got less of those factors, therefore transfers less energy, so therefore probably does a bit less damage to the opponent.
0: Thank you so much for that question, Sbu. Lufuno in Joburg CBD, hi. Hi, I'm I want to find a friend, okay? Every time I do number two, mm. I shed tears. A lot of pain, because I come. As in tears? And, yeah, as in tears. Yes. Also, and, uh, and number one, if I'm going to pee, if I'm hardly, if I'm tired so much, I usually drink a lot of water first thing in the morning. at mm. least something like an liter and a half first in the morning. And if I take time before I go release myself, my tears come out as I'm clean. mm what is that phenomenon mm, that's very very interesting doctor can, can
1: you just repeat it for me because the line wasn't great so i couldn't catch all of it
0: okay so basically lufuno is saying whenever he goes to the toilet to do a number two his eyes get teary and sometimes if he's quite pressed with a number one he also gets tears in his eyes what could be causing that two things
1: um number one is that if you're straining to go wait are you talking
0: about number one the number one or the first thing
1: (laughs) i'm gonna say in general when you're straining to go in any context which you should never do because you ought to make sure that you've got enough soluble fiber in your diet to make sure things happen easily with number twos but with number one that should never involve straining anyway if, if you're having to strain something might be wrong and you should get that investigated but if you do have to strain most people clench all their muscles together and they can screw their eyes up and if you screw your eyes up one you squeeze the duct that brings tears into your eyes pushing more tears into your eyes and two you squeeze the duct that allows tears out of your eyes to drain into your nose and as a result of that you produce more tears don't drain them away and your eyes become teary so that would be one possibility the other is that when you are going to the lavatory this is engaging your autonomic nervous system the the subconscious part of your nervous system that takes care of all the things that you don't normally have to worry about and make sure they happen in the right order that system also controls the production of tears and saliva so it's possible that when you're operating one part of your body there's a bit of spillover in the nerve signals and it will make other parts of the body respond as well so that could also be playing a role here
0: all right. Interesting things that I've never ever heard of in my life. Dr. Chris Smith is still with us. One double eight three oh seven oh two. O seven two seven oh two one seven oh two. Seven oh two the naked scientist. We're still with Dr. Chris Smith on the Naked Scientist. 011830702 in the WhatsApp line, O seven two seven oh two one seven oh two. Let's go to AR in Randburg. Hi. 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 Um I'd like to ask the doctor, is dyslexia a recessive gene or not? And um, how can you train your brain to treat it? Did you say dyslexia? Dyslexia. Okay. Doctor?
1: Uh, Dyslexia, which is where people struggle with some aspects of words. For example, when they're trying to read things, they may find that the words muddle up on the page and it can be quite difficult to unpick what a sentence is saying. This is quite common. And we regard this as actually a variant of normal. Some people who have extremely good skills in other directions may struggle with this. And it may reflect, it does reflect, the way in which the brain is wired together. And in some people, the wiring is slightly stronger to do some things than other things. And that just so happens that they end up with dyslexia. I'm not aware... That there's a specific gene which if you have that causes dyslexia i don't think we've ever found a gene that if you have that you have dyslexia that's not to say that there might not be some influence exerted by genes because probably 80 or 90 percent of the genes in your body are used to put the nervous system together in the first place and so therefore, it's, it wouldn't be surprising if there weren't some genes that could affect the likelihood of developing dyslexia. But again, it's, it's likelihood of developing it rather than this gene causes this to happen. Now, I might be wrong, and some people might have uh, now identified genes for dyslexia, but I'm not aware that there are specific genes that cause it. That said, it could be that if you have a family history with this, then it may be that you have a cluster or collection of genes that make it more likely or develop dyslexia, and that could be run in families. I'll take that away as homework and see what the latest data suggests, but I'm not, as I say, aware of an individual gene that causes it. That's not to say there couldn't be a collection of genes or a family history that could be associated with it. I'll take a look and come back to you next time.
0: Thank you so much for that call and that question, AR. We've got a voice note. Hi, Rabu I would like you to ask the doctor, please, now that the queen was lying in state, was her body embalmed? Or was it just a coffin, empty coffin there? And then she was uh, maybe somewhere else in a mortuary to keep her body cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. What do you know, doctor? I don't know any more than the average next person. Yes.
1: My, My suspicion is that certainly when when we prepare someone for burial they do go through an embalming process that embalming process can range for a lot of things get done one of them is to replace the body fluids and the blood with embalming fluid that has the effect of making sure the body doesn't deteriorate and stays fresh and i think that's probably what they will have done in this circumstance they'll have uh, Put her through an embalming process I, I don't think they're carting an empty box around but then who knows some people have speculated that's the case but I, I honestly do believe that the queen is in the box
0: all right uh, there is a question on the whatsapp line uh, that says how best can you prevent Alzheimer's if your grandparent on the paternal part had it at the age of 93
1: well over the age of 80 about one in five people is developing dementia And it's one of the biggest risk factors of living a long time, unfortunately. And over the age of 90 means that there's not a strong relationship to Alzheimer's disease genetically. If that person had said my grandfather was 36 or something and developed dementia, then I think that puts a very different emphasis on the matter because there are some forms of Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia which are strongly genetically linked And they have an early onset. And if you have early onset family history, where a close family relative at a very young age develops one of these conditions, and there's a range of them, then this needs investigating and counselling and, you know, pursuing. But someone who's over the age of 90 has already well and truly exceeded the average expectancy of lifespan for a human being so it's not unusual for people at that sort of age to have a range of different conditions and that's just the hand that life deals you it doesn't mean there's a strong genetic link to it in that case because it's very very common as we get older and so under those circumstances i would say it's great that uh, that person lived to a ripe old age Unfortunately, they had dementia but ultimately something gets us all in the end It's just luck, to a certain extent, what gets to some people first. And because this is an older person... There's, there's probably a lower influence of genes, and so there's very little you can do apart from to keep yourself as healthy as possible. Because uh, if, uh, the old saying goes, you know, healthy body, healthy mind, and it's absolutely true. If you do all the right things that keep your body healthy, that will keep your brain healthy as well. And it's not just doing the crossword every day and listening to the Naked Scientists on 702. It's also things like making sure your diet's really good, don't drink excessively, and number one thing is do not smoke smoking is the biggest risk factor for almost everything and it also accelerates the risk of the the change in the blood vessels in the brain which in turn accelerate the risk of dementia
0: so doctor somebody was um just responding saying i just heard the doctor speak about tearing eyes when excreting i used to use a western high toilet and it used to happen now i use an eastern low toilet and it doesn't happen anymore very very interesting
1: it could be because of posture. As I was saying, if people are straining a lot or the, the posture where they're sitting or the position they've put themselves in in order to use the lavatory, if that is uncomfortable for them or involves more straining in order to go, that would in turn have the effect I've, I've outlined, both because of the autonomic nervous system having the effect and also straining on your muscles, screwing everything up, uh, and that pushes more tears out.
0: All right. Uh, the question, um, uh, The next question is as follows. Hi, Kilebuhile. Good afternoon, doctor. Can you please ask your guest, Kilebuhile? You know, I, I, I easily forget things and people's names, almost know a lot of things, and it's stressing me because I forget. When I'm supposed to speak, I'd forgotten some of the things if I didn't write them down. Can you please ask the doctor? I'm 50. Can you please ask the doctor? What is the problem and what can assist me? I know it's going to be very difficult for Dr. Christmas to diagnose you, but doctor, maybe um, with the little bit of time that we have, what could be the issue Mm. with somebody 50 and over starting to have memory loss of that nature?
1: Well, that's the key thing, and you've hit the nail on the head there, the word starting. If this is a new thing, then that has a very different impact on the story than if this has always been the case because some people have exceptional memories some people have poorer memories and if it's always been that way then there's nothing to worry about because that's just you and in the same way that some people are brilliant musicians or good at dancing and i and i'm not good at either i'm not suddenly gonna get worried about not being able to dance or play an instrument because it's always been that way If, on the other hand, I used to be able to play an instrument really well and now I suddenly can't, something has clearly changed to make that happen. And so that needs investigating. There's a range of reasons why people would find that their memory would deteriorate. Everyone's memory gets a bit worse as we get older. But remember, we also tend to get busier... We may have sleep disturbance, we may have stress, we may have various things going on in our lives that mean that we aren't so calm, we're running around at a frantic pace, trying to worry about everything, and unsurprisingly, because we're so busy, we forget stuff. So don't condemn yourself as having a bad memory until you've ruled out all the obvious things like, am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating and drinking properly? Am I I feeling rested? Am I making sure that I haven't got a million and one things suddenly lumped onto me and causing me stress, which is why this is happening? If this is a new thing, nothing else has changed and this has suddenly begun to happen, there could be something up and that does warrant investigation. And you should perhaps go and see somebody at a memory clinic or or your GP in the first instance who will be able to uh, have a look and see if there's anything obvious wrong.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Christmas.